The spiraling staircase of the Eastern Tower is poorly illuminated. The sun is lowering rapidly in the west, so the light's not filtering in through the arrow slit windows of the Keep's East Tower. You've been tasked with bringing Nadim to the top of the East Tower where Khaled's laboratory is located. In the brief window of time since Esma left Nadim in Khaled's care, you found that he is slightly more talkative than he was before, in that now he will actually speak. The first floor passes and your footfalls are echoing through the stairwell, and you hear a small voice behind you. Where are we going? Uh, I gotta bring you upstairs, kid. We gotta talk to the big guy. Okay. Do you... do you think he'll send me home? Uh, she looks back and she starts to say something and she just stops and says, Yeah, kid, uh, I'm sure he's gonna send you home. I'd like for you to make a persuasion check. Or deception, depending on how you're framing this. <laughs> okay. Sanja's trying to persuade him. I, I, don't, I don't think she's lying. So I rolled a 13 for a total of 18. He perks up. He believes that you believe that everything's going to be okay, and he can take some comfort in that. As you continue up the spiral stairs, the door before you is thick, iron-banded, reinforced door made to withstand all manner of arcane explosions from the inside and possibly also the outside. There's a knocker on the door, but it is shut to you. Sanjana slowly reaches her hand up, pauses for a second. She looks at the kid, looks back down the stairs, and knocks confidently on the door. There's a few moments of silence. The door creaks open, and the Zom Butler is there with its clean, freshly pressed uniform and its jawless exterior <sighs> as it gestures for you to come into the laboratory. There are lights 360 degrees around the entire tower top, and the ceiling moves to a point on the inside. Throughout the entire room, there are chalkboards and tables and alchemist equipment, and everything has been pushed to the side. And in the center of this large room, a gory pentagram has been painted into the ground with what could only be the blood of the bodies of the recently deceased stacked like cordwood against one wall of the room. Those bodies you recognize are the partially eaten corpses of Hawk and Raida. Sandra quickly pushes the kid behind her to shield anything from his eyes. Maybe he won't see something in that room that's so horrible. Make a dexterity check. Rolled a 12. You're not sure how much Nadim saw, but you know that you weren't as quick to hide his view as you would have liked. Poor kid. As Khaled stands up, robed sleeves tied up behind him, exposing his long, skinny, pale arms. He wipes the back of his hand against his forehead, and a little bit of blood streaks behind. Ah, just in time. Excuse me. What languages do you speak again? Common, Infernal, and Thieves' Camp. He chants a series of arcane words mixed with deep, guttural, infernal phrases. As he finishes his incantation, nothing occurs. Khaled crosses his bony long fingers, and he speaks aloud 
The man who introduced us is dead. But I have a child acolyte of his, an innocent for you, if you have good news for me. The temperature of the room drops, and this wave of cold air rushes against your legs, emanating from the circle. And a familiar, unpleasant voice that goes through the room. A truly rich gift, old friend. It pleases me to say that I found part of what you asked for. Excellent. Zanjana, bring Nadim to me. Bring him? You feel a tightening of the grip around your legs, small hands clutching you tightly. And she still doesn't move, trying to read the room a little bit. Ah, it's so nice to hear that our investment is there with you. Yes, I thought for a time that this one was working out nicely, but I'm not so certain right now. I was thinking I could bring him along with me as a, an apprentice. I'd be a better servant to you. Make things easier. Make a persuasion check. I rolled a 13. Old friend, this list was very difficult to find. Sanjana, bring Nadim to me. She looks at the kid one more time, grits her teeth. It'll be fine. Just go on. He's still clutching at your hips and looks up at you. Okay. And he lets go and he walks over to Khaled. Khaled guides him with one bony hand on his shoulder. Sanjana, I want you to know that I appreciate your forward thinking. Now fetch me something to write with. And he pushes the boy into the circle. <laughs> Welcome back to Rocks Fall, Everyone Dies. I'm Scott, he, him, and I'm the DM. Hi, I'm Tommy, he, him pronouns, and I play Lieutenant Banked Marceau. Hi, I'm DeSombra, she, her pronouns, and I play Greg. Hi, I'm Lena, she, her, and I play Sanjana. Hi, I'm Jin, they, them, and I play Bambi. Aside from Bambi being, what's the word I'm looking for? Zombie? Yes, a clicker, cordyceps, fungus, zombie thing. Pretty. I'm so sexy. Just <laughs> the sexiest. After it took a couple of you to wrangle the feral Bambi and lock her in her cell in the underground caverns, in the catacombs. Yes, I know that's not how it's pronounced. And then there's the stuff that happened with Khaled and then Esma, and we've adjudicated that already. Sanjana, we know what's happening with Sanjana, and ah, yes, okay, so two weeks are going to pass. We're doing a little time skip forward. 
Greg, you are finding yourself getting hungrier and hungrier over the days and weeks. Khaled may or may not have had to say specifically and explicitly to you that the pits were off the menu. Other than that, Greg pretty much just goes out and gets the paper every evening and takes the sports section before putting it, slipping it under Khaled's door. Game ball is blowing up right now. The Bohm's Landing game ball killers are absolutely killers. crushing it this season. Just totally crushing it's it. It's not even sports ball. It's game ball. It's game ball. <laughs> it's where like 50 people get out on a field with a ball. And the only rule is no weapons. <laughs> That's my type of sport. Exactly. Versus the other municipal team. Greg, what is the name of the other team? The Bohm's Landing Killers arch rivals. Tell me that name. Wait, did we come up with this? I don't even remember. No, just come up with something on the fly. Tell me. The Build my world. <laughs> First, did you just say the failures? Yeah. <laughs> it's a really motivating name for a team. <laughs> I mean, no more terrible than some of the sports teams' names that actually exist today. So. True. <laughs> You can come up with anything, like the owl bears, or the dire boars, or some other animal creature thing. Or you could just say uh, the bulldogs, because freaking every place has the bulldogs. Harvard is technically the bulldogs. Or it could be a severe weather event, you know, like most sports severe teams. Severe weather event. I actually like the idea of a severe weather event. So who are the Bohm's Landing game ball killers? Who are their arch rivals? Uh, the... Are you crocheting? I am. Sorry. <laughs> I should get mine. Yeah, so I'm 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 making things for masks, you know, like those little mask guards. Got it. Sorry, I promise to bring 20 of them to a person. That's a big promise. All right. That is a big promise. All right. Uh <laughs> this this is the second time that December has proven to everyone that she has no sense of time. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Okay, what is something that happens in D&D? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Here's my suggestion. Just look up the name of a spell. There's the fireballs. There's the lightning bolts. There's the wind walk. There's the, uh, there's the orb of chaos. There's the, <laughs> the orb of chaos. You could call them the shillelaghs for all I care. The dragons, uh, whatever. So question, are the, are the fans, like the fan base of the dragons, are those just called scalies? Oh, I like that. <laughs> there it is. We've made the decision for you, Desombra. They're now the dragons. The dragons, the scalies. Are those called, called scalies? <laughs> the game ball killers versus the red dragons. They're having a neck and neck season. Banked. Mm. Similar to Greg, sure. over the next two weeks, you do find yourself having to start avoiding the pits because every time one of them brushes past to you, some tendrils start to extend and it's getting a little harder and harder to control. Oh, in that way. Oh, goodness. Oh, no. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I, I definitely try to evade them. I just stare at them from corners and just like eat sausage. <laughs> oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> literally... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So that seems to be everybody's weeks, unless anybody has a scene that they want to do. Uh, I just want to point out that Sanjana has been making more of her little, like, dolls, but they all have, like, little potato sacks <laughs> on them now. Oh. Yeah. So, Scott. Yes? Over the next two weeks, as all of this is going on, I'm going to try to, with, of course... 
Colette's permission, mm. I'm going to be looking for books in his library pertaining to wine making, trying to find a way, if I can within the two weeks, I don't know if it's possible, mm. trying to find a way to make wine that is not fermented, just making grape juice. Well, you just stomp on it. With some cheesecloth. Yeah, but my feet aren't feet. It's goop, so I'm going to have to get something else. So you enlist some help from other people. It's not like you have a 450-pound turtle friend or anything. Ironic that you say that, because what I was kind of thinking, and I, of course I haven't approached Greg about this yet, was to put Greg on his back and then kind of roll him like a rocking pin <laughs> and just crushing the grapes. <laughs> just like in the old country. Just, yeah, it's literally... <laughs> The Tarantella is playing in the background as he goes back and forth. Oh. Team project, team project, team project. <laughs> we can do this, guys. I mean, in real life, if you ever wanted to do that. Well, so the idea is that I'm trying to not ferment it, but still spice it. So a non-alcoholic mold concoction. Yeah. So that way I can drink it without me falling apart. I see. What kind of knowledge are we talking about here? Because sure, sure, sure. Are we talking about like history of winemaking or are we talking about like mechanics of winemaking or? Mechanics of winemaking, specifically fermentation process and trying to figure out if I can make wine the way I know how without fermenting it. Hmm. I mean, most of the winemaking process is the fermenting. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's some kind of knowledge check. Okay, so intelligence or investigation? What are we doing? It would be intelligence. Okay. Oh, wow, that came out better than I thought. 15. You end up finding a lot about the process of wine and spirit making, the ritualization of the practice or whatever. And then, of course, there's a book about like craft beers and stuff, because why not? Yeah, hipsters. If you play with the sugar content of the starting mash you do find a lot more about adding sugar in order to increase the alcohol content okay it's a fairly simple idea to remove the sugar to make less alcohol okay but how exactly to do that is going to require more checks over a longer period of time yeah sure 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 okay okay cool yeah that's what i spent my two weeks doing does anybody else have anything they want to check up on in their two weeks question i don't wake up until the end of the two weeks that is mostly correct Dang it. I was going to ask about my fingers, but <laughs> there's no time. Oh, your fingies. Actually, I am going to say that when the moment that she wakes up and sees the state of her hands, she, the first person that she's going to stop is she's going to knock on Bank's door and just kind of wince and hold up the fingernails and be like, help? <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. Also, uh, Banks, I will let you know that there are three broken fingers in addition to the broken and sometimes even in one case missing nails she cannot do my hair like that yeah <laughs> you only have three no i have three broken fingers that's what you get when you use fingertips and use them with enough force to actually tear through flesh i see as claw weapons okay sweetheart um I'll immediately go under my bed and look for the manicure kit that I keep under there at all times. I'm going to rifle through it. Now, under normal circumstances, I wouldn't ask about the manicure kit. It makes perfect sense. Sure. But bed? Oh, that's right. I have a jar, don't I? You have a jar. I forgot about that. You basically have a tub. Nice, nice. Also, 
when Bambi walks inside, there's a lot of like aromatherapy candles lit. <laughs> Where you found them, I'm not really sure, but okay. They just happen. Instead of going under the bed, I'll say that uh, one of the bricks along the wall, I take it out. Normally where people stash drugs, I stash manicure kits. I'm going to take my manicure kit out. <laughs> Sweetheart, don't you have the ability to um, cure wounds and nasty gashes and poisons and stuff like that? Can't you do something for those? I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> really? You haven't thought? Okay. Um... It's, oh, sweetie, I, yes, it's been a very rough two weeks. Um, how are you feeling? I don't, my stomach don't feel very good. I'm sorry if I smell really bad, I just. It's okay. Something ain't right down there. Don't forget you're off-gassing. Yes, I know. I'm trying very hard not to burp in his face right. as I. We need the big guns, and I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to wheel out a bigger candle and light it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She gets really excited for a second, like, thinking that it's, like, a special occasion, and goes to, like, clap her hands, and then winces really hard. Aww. Sweetheart, you might want to take it easy for a good bit. You really gave us a run for our money that fateful evening, er, morning. It was a morning. I don't remember anything. I remember having some sort of a nightmare, and pain, just so much pain, and, and waking up and smelling like garbage, like I slept in a dumpster for two weeks. Hey, Banked, every time she opens her mouth, this wave of rotting, sickly sweet smell just rolls off of her tongue. It's fine. I have a 16 in constitution. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's all right. As he holds their hands, her hands are like shaking. Why are you so nervous, by the way? I'm, I'm, I'm not nervous. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. What do you mean nervous? Me? <laughs> nervous? Huh. <laughs> Love, I can hear the voice in your head. It's very loud. With that comment, the, the, the brows furrow and she looks up. What secrets do you know? I just meant that you wear your emotions expressively. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, obviously, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what you meant. You know, honestly, points to you. People call me the weird one. <laughs> I mean, all my life. Yeah, we're a bit of a motley crew, aren't we? Yeah, we are. I worry about us. You know, we have potential to get along, but, you know, oh. we're all just so different. There's nothing on the chart for suspicion. Ah. Make something <laughs> up. <laughs> suspicion? Really? <laughs> you feel a scratching sensation on the back of your head. She looks down. To Banked, it looks sheepish. And Thumper feels a severe rolling of the eyes. Are you, are you alright? Is it more waves of nausea? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just, it smells so bad. It's not like I can't smell it. I'm smelling it every- I should stop talking! And I'm, I'm sorry. If you want, I can light a different candle. I didn't know that you didn't- and he's gonna get up and go get a different candle. She's gonna wave her hands and then wince, and then she's going to use her, uh, mental connection. <laughs> roll initiative. <laughs> Do I need to roll for a mind link response? No. It's because it's a racial thing. Yeah. Okay, so she's gonna use a uh, mind link response to uh, to to tell him. No, 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 no! I I love the candle. It smells really good. I just it's 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 my mouth. I look up and around. He immediately takes out his longsword and he puts his arm out to Bambi, and he just like looks above, thinking that something's gonna like come down. They put a hand on his chest, waves at his face, and then points at themselves and goes, "Hi, honey, it's me." 
I'm not gonna lie. That's very cool, and I'm gonna retract my longsword. They just grin, like, really happily, like, vibrating, because Bank just called her cool, so... By the way, you may not want to put your hands on me. I haven't consumed anything in quite a while. I will say this. When Bambi gets close, there's a recoil. Ooh! I love mushroom! <laughs> also, like, not alive flesh. I assume that's the reason, right? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna assume that that's the reason why. Well, that's exciting. Can I shake your hand? It'll hurt, but yeah. May I ask why? Well, I actually haven't been able to touch anyone in quite a while. Quarantine! It's not what I meant. Do you want a hug? <clears throat> sure. Normally, when you don't really know a person, you know, you reach out, you hug around their middle. She reaches up and hugs around his neck. Banked as soon as the arms wrap around, your goo creates these bubbles where only a little bit of it is touching at any time, but the rest is just pulling inward. So it creates this spongy texture, Bambi. Okay. Very little of you, Banked, is touching Bambi. Still counts. And every once in a while, you feel like a little microscopic as a spore flies in and touches your goo. Um, Forbidden love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. You're not my type. Thank you, though. I really do appreciate the hug. You said it would hurt? Why did you say that? Oh, well, you asked to shake my hand. I think I've broken some fingers. Oh, I thought you were talking about your spores and stuff. I didn't know that you were talking about your nails. Bank gets really confused and goes to light another candle or something. <laughs> I, I do have a question before we end, though. For me? Yes. Does Banked choose a color for Bambi's nails, or is it just buffed? Um, I'm thinking French. Okay, I can respect that decision. Yeah, Banked, you also do notice that Bambi is rocking a new black-on-black -black look. I'm not surprised. Uh, it looks nice. Thank you. Yeah, I, this, this is what bump gave me. It's a little void of color, but, you know. Well, aren't I the color? She does this little cupcake face thing. With her broken fingers, with the terrible bruising. Ew. <laughs> Anybody else have anything they want to do? Yeah. is just wondering, can we go search and get their stuff? So because you specifically asked, you do recall that during Raida's evil monologuing, she did mention that she had stashed some daggers behind the kitchen fire pit. Yes. When you do go there and search thoroughly, you find a loose brick, and inside you find a folded cloth with two finely crafted daggers with short, broad, curved blades, each with a runic inscription on the blade. Make an arcana check for me. Oh, huzzah. I rolled a 19. Well, these daggers have a fairly common enchantment crafted into them. You now have a pair of plus one daggers. Yes! There is still a little bit of dried blood on them. Gross. As for any other loot you might have found that hasn't already been dealt with, Esma took her former fellow's spellbooks with her uh, when she left, except for Shatans, of course. We already know the disposition of that. And also, Khaled grabbed up a pair of rings off of the corpses of Hawk and Raida, um, which you could have sworn weren't there when you were fighting them. Hmm. He was uncharacteristically gleeful and muttering something about trapped souls. Hmm. Wait, where are they now? He has them? Yes, he snatched them up real quick. Darn. Is there a way to get into his quarters without 
you know, being disemboweled? You are more than welcome to try. Have we ever been told specifically that we couldn't go in there? Not specifically, no, but for the sake of cleaning and making the bed and such, typically it's done by the skeletons or the zombies. Well, more the skeletons, because the zombies tend to, you know, leave a mess when they do work with the linens. Uh. The zombies are more for physical labor and the skeletons are more for household chores. So if I go to his quarters, are there going to be some skeletons in there just straightening up? Yes, they'll be doing hospital corners and lots and lots of dusting. I'm going to go sneaky-deak in there and see if I can't find those rings. If he's not there, that's where I'm going to be. If he's there, I'm just going to say, hey, boss, and turn on my heels and act like nothing. How persistent are you about this? Sanjana carries about a five out of a scale from one to ten. If she can find it, because she's got time. She will lose every opportunity that he is not in those quarters to go quickly look for them in a new spot each time. But she's not going to mess up her hair about it. All right, so make me a investigation check. Oof, I rolled an 11. So you've checked the jewelry box, you've checked the filing cabinet, you've checked the various things that are in the room. They're a lot harder to find than just a casual check without messing too many things up. Oof, okay. I'm giving up for now because I don't want him to catch me. So we'll just add that one to the back burner for a little while. And, oh, Bambi already got their loot from the various kerfuffles that went on. And Greg got their loot, you know, the mortadella. Yeah, that's what he's been chomping on. (laughs) Sausage. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so weird. I'm so glad I asked you to do this podcast with me. If you have a project or a business that you'd like to promote on our show, please reach out to us at rfedpod at gmail.com. If you don't have a product or a business, but you want to help us anyway, you can share our show with your friends or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. That will really help us grow and reach more people. You can also like, share, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can take part in polls and ask questions if you'd like us to answer those questions in future Wine and Spirits episodes. You can find all of our handles in one convenient place by visiting our website, rfedpod.com. It is early summer. It is close to the solstice. Eight weeks into your guys' awakening, it's been a proper two months. Khaled, at this point, gathers all of you together, sitting in the library, and all of you are standing near his desk. He turns to you in his chair. We need to prepare the castle for a visit from my banker. Banked. Hmm? I need you to look different. How so? Not recognizable. You will be playing the role of my personal valet. The rest of you are not to be seen during this visit, nor are any of the other more mentally vacant servants. While he is here, I expect all of you to be preparing for a trip. You'll need provisions and equipment for a two-week journey. Bambi leans over to Sanshina and says, Want to play dominoes? That sounds a lot more fun than what we're about to do. I think we should just all play dominoes. (laughs) 
Colette has stopped speaking and now he's looking intently over at you. She just grins like happily, like the favorite child <laughs> with that hi daddy kind of look. <laughs> Am I good? <laughs> I'm a good noodle. <laughs> After Gillette delivers my funds, we're going to Gamladina. More precisely, I will transport all of us there. I will be meeting a client and then returning alone, arriving at the Bohm's Landing teleportation circle the same evening. The rest of you are going to take care of some errands for me while you are there, and then finding transportation to return here on your own. Hand goes up. Yes, Bambi. What kind of errands? Mostly fulfilling a list of requirements that I have. I need to restock my spell components. So grocery shopping? Indeed. Can I have money for candy? He narrows those weird matte black eyes and cocks his head at you. How much candy are we talking? A substantial amount. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're all gonna die. (laughs) Wow. Everyone roll initiative. (laughs) For once, she's not shying away. Dead eye contact negotiation. This is important. It's very important. (laughs) Make a persuasion check. Here we go. With advantage, because I find this very funny. Yes! (laughs) Oh no! Oof. Oof. <laughs> oh wow! I rolled an eight. It's also not really surprising. With advantage. With advantage, I rolled an eight. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh no! He just frowns. He reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a silver piece and hands it to you. She grabs it in both hands and puts the coin in her pocket. And the posture goes from like normal posture to just kind of really disappointed posture. <laughs> Like, Daddy didn't give me an allowance. Daddy gave me a quarter. (laughs) It's more like a dime, but okay. That's even worse. (laughs) You can get exactly one Swedish fish. I could get one piece of candy. Well, back in my day, a dime was a lot of money. I could go to the movies, get popcorn, and change for my nickel. Wait, silver can buy you a lot of candy. It's not that bad. (laughs) Candy is one of those consumer goods. It's more expensive than a proper meal. But, you know, it's a treat. It should always be a treat. Anyway, you got a silver piece. Enjoy. Oh, is this like the medieval sort of like Renaissance period equivalent of the D&D world? Because sugar would be really expensive. Yes, it would probably be something along the lines of like carrot jerky or something. (laughs) (laughs) The sweetness of a carrot is probably about the sweetness that you're going to get in this candy. I hand the guy the dime. He gives me back fruit leather. I look back and I'm like, this isn't even fruit gummy. What is this? (laughs) Bringing it back. Fruit gummy. (laughs) Uh, All right. Now then, for those of you that are getting hungry, he looks pointedly at Bankton Greg. Gamladina has a large population. The disappearance of one or two may very well go unnoticed. Before any of you get any sort of ideas, I'm going to be bestowing a curse upon each of you. What? Should you fail to return to me in a month, and or do not make a good faith attempt to fulfill my errands list, your limbs will decompose, leaving each of you as nothing more than a torso and head. I have arranged with an infernal broker to have your remains collected and returned here by means of winged devils. Once I am back in possession of you, I may or may not choose to reconstitute you. Does everyone understand the terms of your quest? Yes, but like chicken nuggies? What are we talking about? So, be on time. Another hand up. Aren't we already halfway there? Or at least me? 
to being decomposed and only a, a nugget? Do I still keep my head? <laughs> <laughs> These are the questions, the important questions. Yes, I do note, Bambi, that you are decomposing. And yes, Greg, you do get to keep your head and your torso. It's merely your arms and legs that will disintegrate. So I can still shout. Unfortunately, yes. Well, that's really your problem, then. <laughs> she reaches over for a high five. Honestly, I have more questions than anything, really. Like, how does this work? You know, I really am just a pile of goo. Wouldn't I just reconstitute myself? I don't know. I'm just curious. Massey the book? I'm just curious. Anyway, who wants to go first? Sanjin will go. He didn't give me candy. I'm going last. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's your persuasion check that you have to blame. No, he didn't fall for the puppy dog eyes. I'm upset. Okay. I'm pouting for real. I'm pouting for real. Uh, Sanjana, Khaled places his hand on your forehead and uses his thumb to trace out a rune. And all of you watch as this traced out rune flares in purple black and then fades and then moves on to the next person, does the same, the next, and finally last Bambi, pouting Bambi. Now then, you had best prepare for your trip. As they walk away, Bambi keeps eye contact and keeps pouting until they round a corner. <laughs> it is pointed pouting. You are more than welcome to try again later when he's not in a preparing for business mood. Okay. I can't even digest candy. I just, this is something that needs to happen. <laughs> you can't even digest candy. I can't even digest candy. You're just going to gum it and spit it out? Yeah, either that or I'm going to spend it on something else. I'll probably come back with some sort of, like, cat toy to play with the zombies. Oh, my God. The zombies would start grasping at it. Why don't you just go buy some plant food? Wow. Too soon. <laughs> Upset. Banked. You are going to get some further instructions of how you're supposed to look. Effectively, you're supposed to wear a fancy, schmancy, gilded age butler's uniform sort of a deal that show off some leg. Ooh. Oh, oh, I see. Does he get fishnets? No. Damn it. <laughs> I'm literally just riffraff. <laughs> uh oh. From Rocky Horror Picture Show. You are more than welcome to be riffraff from Rocky Horror Picture Show, as long as your uniform is crisp and clean. By the way, I just wanted to say that the alias that I create for this is a stuffy, tall, half-elf man. Cool. Myro. His name is Myro. The rest of you are packing for your trip, I suppose. Whatever kind of equipment and clothing material that you're going to need for the return journey. Because the journey there is going to be by teleportation circle. But the journey back, you're either going to have to go over land or go by sea. But we'll discuss that more later. Now then, Banked. Mm. There is a knock at the front door. I turn to my Myro state and swiftly walk up to the door, open the door. Hello. You see before you Mr. Gillette, and there are two laborers carrying a fairly heavy chest behind him. Uh, Mr. Gillette, to see Lord Khaled. Of course, sire, right this way. And I slowly walk down the hall, keeping it behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yes so he walks in and he gestures to his footman to carry in the chest and there is a loud slamming noise as they put it down on the floor careful with that please so he's gonna wait in the hall unless you ask him to follow you 
Did I already talk with Colette and where they're meeting? Let's say the dining room. Sure. Second floor. Sir, right this way. I lead him up there. He follows. Is Colette already inside? Colette is there. He has some paperwork in front of him at the table, and he's also having a little bit of finger food. Okay. Please, ride inside here. As he walks in, I'll close the door behind him and stand by the door, just in case. I see. Are you standing by the door inside the room or outside the room? Inside, unless Khaled says something. Ah, okay. Lord Khaled, may I extend the greetings from the entire OHMCB family of products, and thank you once again for the opportunity to serve you with our financial packages. Yes, yes, very good. You must be hungry from your journey. My valet will take your cloak and we can retire for an afternoon meal properly. Oh, yes. Thank you, my lord. You are a most gracious host. Mr. Gillette, like, spreads his arms, waiting for you to remove his cloak. I do so. He sits down across from Khaled. Bring in the lunch platter that Chef prepared. Of course, sire. After I close the door, I kind of, like, shrug off. Oh, God, it's so stuffy. And I, like, walk down to the kitchen. Still in riffraff form? In Myro form, yes. Myro, got it. When you return with the lunch platter, they're having a conversation. It seems very dry. They're covering a lot of topics. They're talking about the Pitts Traps Company, currency exchange rates, transportation logistics. At the end of that conversation, Khaled asks you to go and arrange for the chest that Mr. Gillette brought with him to be taken down to the treasury, which is in the catacombs, actually, but whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Until a proper safe can be installed. Be warned, the chest weighs over 500 pounds. Thank you, sir. I shall be wary of such. The two people that Gillette came in with, are they still next to the chest? They are. Did they bring it in on wheels, or did they just carry it? They were carrying it between them. They are looking at this chest with, like, the utmost hatred. I see. Are you aware of the contents inside this chest? Boss, we just paid to carry this stuff. We don't care what's inside. It's wicked heavy. I, I, I see, I see. If you wouldn't mind carrying it up to a certain point, and I'll have the rest of the servants take it from there. Yeah, sure, sure thing. Uh, where, where do you want it to go? I'm going to take it to the opening of the catacombs, and then I'm going to excuse them and lead them off back into the foyer, wherever they were originally, and then I'm going to get skeletons to bring it downstairs. Perfect. All right. So, do you wish to examine the contents of this chest? Yes, I do. Well, no, first. Uh, I'm going to check for traps first. Check for locks or check for traps. Fair enough. Uh, what am I doing? Investigation? Sure, yes. That's what 5th edition uses for search for traps. Yeah. Oh, 16. I wasn't expecting nice. that to go well. So it is locked, but you do not find any sort of false lock or spiky, poisony thing on it. You know, the, the usual terrifying things that people try and do. Sure. Are we already in the catacombs at this point? Sure, your skeletons have brought it there for you. Can I do what I did before with my goo? Put it into the lock and then shape it, try to solidify it? to Sure, uh, Clayface. Open... Yeah, to open up a lock. This would be a sleight of hand check. Sure. That's a 10. Solid 10. Your finger doesn't snap off, but it certainly does not open the lock. So it looks like you're going to need the key. Oh, well. So I'm going to look for Sanjana, who actually knows how to open locks. Sure. Sanjana, you are in your room. You hear a knock at the door. Sanjana! 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 
Okay, let's walk and talk. Very West Wing. Yes. There's a chest that might have some stuff in it. Remember Mr. Gillette? Yeah. Yeah. There's some dealings going on. I tried to open it with my fingers. Do you think you could open it with your lockpicks? Of course. Okay, let's do this really fast because I don't know how long Colette's going to take to finish his meal. All right. Let's go fast. And we just kind of bolt downstairs. Sanjana, you see a chest before you. I'm going to open it. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Do the thing. Do the thing. (laughs) (laughs) What check is this? Uh, Slide a hand, I believe. Come on, baby. Seriously? Is that me? Really? Oh, the 12. Unfortunately, Sanjana, this lock appears to be defying you. Mm. Question. Yes. Are there any cracks in the chest? Anything to get inside the chest? It's a pretty well-built chest. Sure, sure. It's fancy and high value and also very heavily and iron reinforced. So unlikely for you to find a gap wide enough for anything solid to fit through. Well, I'm also ooze, so I'm talking about you. Is there any way that I could try to stick my head inside? I mean, not with your skull. Oh, that's right. Hmm. Can I use banked as a lockpick? I think Banked used Banked as a lockpick. Yeah, I, I actually just did that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but does it work? Would they get a second chance if somebody else was using Banked as a lockpick? That's the question. Yeah. Would there be a second chance? You know what? I, I, I think did, this I, has gone on long enough. I'm going to cut it here. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, I did it. Oh, well. Hey, Sanjana, I think we might actually be staying here a bit too long. Maybe we'll get it later. Yeah, I'm going to go back up. Let's let's not blow our cover on this. This is not something to worry the master over, especially since he's a bit testy now. I go back upstairs. All right, as you arrive, they are finishing up their meal. They're drinking some tea or something. I don't know, whatever it is rich people do after business lunch. <laughs> oh, the pool. Cigars. Probably liquor. Yes, they're definitely having cigars. And, and cognac. And cognac. Yeah. <laughs> The rest of their business meeting goes well, and you escort Mr. Gillette out with his toadies, and they drive off through the Bailey Gates and back toward Bohm's Landing. What state of license plate do they have? What state of license plate? Uh, None. Although the carriage does in fact have the company logo of Our Holy Matron of Commerce Bank of Bohm's Landing. So long. Jeez, just shorten it. My goodness. It's the OHMCB family of products. But what are their products? Financial products. Does that count as a product? I mean, I'm 100% certain that there is some legal framework that allows it to be an actual product. God, I hate rich people. (laughs) Eat the rich. Unless you are a rich person who is one of our listlers, in which case we love you. Give us money. (laughs) Eat the rich. (laughs) Literally, we eat people. We're going to eat the rich. It is that evening at dusk. Khaled has the four of you join him at the top of the West Travel Tower, Calypso's Tower. All of you are outfitted for your trip. Each of you is burdened with as much coin as you can carry. The 500 pounds of coin that was in that chest has been divvied up amongst each of you and secreted about your person. Oh. Mostly in Greg's purses, let's be honest. <laughs> At this point, I would like everyone to make a note that they are carrying, as a full group, 22,000 gold pieces. Yeah. 50 coins is one pound. 
Oh, goodness. 22,000? Wow. Yes. That's terrifying. Not a lot of it is in platinum. It's mostly in gold, but quite a bit of it is in silver. So it's about 500 pounds of coin. Wow. Whatever your carrying capacity is, just don't go over it, and that's how many coins you are carrying. Wait, pause. Are we using encumbered rules? For the moment, let's say no, just to make things interesting. But, you know, every once in a while, just kind of going, ugh, my back. Sure, sure, sure. Flavor. Got it. Okay. How do you know how much you can carry? 15 times your strength score. So for Greg, who has a strength of 20. I can carry 300 pounds. Each of you are burdened. My apple pie. (laughs) Each of you are burdened with coin. Great. While you are in the teleportation circle tower, the West Tower, excuse me. The West While you're all at the top of the West Tower, Khaled pulls out a sheet of paper, and hands each of you a copy. Some of those items you won't be able to find in Gamladina. Just don't worry about them until later. They're just for future reference. This is Khaled's shopping list. What a fun noise. Feel free to take a moment to discuss this list amongst yourselves. Left side only? What does that mean? Gorgons are just metal, aren't they? Do Gorgons have blood? I'm so confused. No, Medusa was a Gorgon. No, Gorgon in D&D is a different kind of monster. Oh, oops. It's like a metal bull that breathes... uh, uh, Petrifying gas. Petrifying gas. Okay. It can petrify you into a statue, and then it can ram into you, breaking apart the statue bits. So that way you can't be revived. That's terrifying! Three ounces pure arsenic. Rubber tubing? Round bottom flasks? Two gallons of tele- How- Wait, 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 wait. How do you have gallons of chalk sticks? You put that many sticks into a two-gallon bucket. Yeah, but that's the how- Oh, whatever, okay. Manticore bile is- Ew. Manticore bile and live hatchling wyvern is gonna be difficult. Not if we go to my hometown. No, that's- that's- it's not what I meant, meaning that we would have to interact with either a hunter or interact with- one of these creatures ourselves. Wait, what are we gonna do? Stick our fingers down a manicure's throat? <laughs> I mean, we could get it real drunk. Yes. <laughs> By the way, Banked is technically a reformed alcoholic, I'm just saying. It's okay, I got demons too. <laughs> he will dissolve if he ingests alcohol. He'll, he'll dissolve? Yeah. Well, sh- Greg's a former drug addict too, so. He doesn't dissolve though, he just, you know, yeah. gets hooked on it. <laughs> it's just as bad. Can he still do drugs? Would it even affect him? I don't think it would affect him. Yeah. I don't know. While they're all talking, Bambi's going to burp completely by accident. <laughs> she claps her hand over her face. But it smells like rotting flesh. <laughs> Respect. i'm going to take out a quill and i'm gonna put on my own sheet of paper perfume (laughs) (laughs) it's awesome so he's a scientist i get it i'm still stuck on the manticore bile and live hatchling wyvern i'm stuck on the gorgon blood left side only how do you get blood that's only been on the left side of a body i don't think that works (laughs) Maybe it means- Actually, I have no idea what it means. Sir, what does this mean? <laughs> and here's page two. Saltwater Tavern! Saltwater Are we going to Atlantic City? Saltwater Tavern! 
We're going down the Jersey Shore. Oh, man. Because that's where saltwater taffy was invented, actually. <laughs> Powdered xanthan gum. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I see you. Man, this list. Xanthan gum is actually great, for baking at least. Can we substitute that for gum Arabic? <laughs> I just get him spirit gum instead. Whoops. <laughs> That's a big difference. It's not a big difference. It's fine. It's fine. He'll be fine. Spirit gum is okay. <laughs> Bambi's going to walk up to Khaled and pull his sleeve. Yes, Bambi. She's just going to point at the saltwater taffy and look up at him. I enjoy it too. Wow. She's going to give the puppy dog eyes again. Make it three pounds. Yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets the quickest hug. She hugs him and then comes back and then runs and, and hides behind Greg. <laughs> he pulls out a chalk stick and he begins tracing out the teleportation circle on the ground. And he'll be casting this ritual for ten minutes. While the four of you discuss the other items on this list. There are other various sundries, fabrics and stuff, and but nothing really amounting to anything super expensive. It's really the weird stuff on the list that I included in the items I sent you. At a certain point, he'll be halfway through the circle, and then he starts muttering, Ah, yes, for the teleportation chalk, go to Dionysio's shop. For the other gem dusts, go to Allegresa's shop to pick up my powdered order. Inspect the materials, make sure everything is there, because that duplicitous skims off the top. And Dionysio, you said, was for the teleportation shock, correct? Yes, Dionysio. Good man, I've known him for about 20 years now. His son's supposed to take over soon. Okay. Sir, how old are you? (laughs) A gentleman never asks... A lady never tells. Oh, sorry, I should reverse that. <laughs> a lady never asks, a gentleman never tells. And that is all canon. He actually said that. <laughs> Baby's hands come up, like, in surrender, just like, okay, okay. And by the way, sir, uh... Old enough to know the difference, young enough not to care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, for your purposes, he's in his, like, late 60s. Oh, okay. Excuse me, he appears to be in his late 60s. He seems to be, yes. yeah. He seems to be. Sir, Allegressa's shop, you said powder order. Do you mean both the gem dust and iron or mineral powder? You may be able to find the metal powders in another shop for cheaper. If you can, I'd appreciate that, and you can just keep the rest for yourselves. So we're talking only gem dust, specifically for Allegressa's, right? She also deals in whole gems. There might be something interesting there. Bring me back something if you find it particularly interesting. Sure. Do you have a specific shop that you want us to look for? The Lav Hatchling? You have a, a bastiary to go to? There may be some animal traders there. I doubt they'll have a live wyvern. They might have a griffin, though, so keep that in mind. So, if I can't find a wyvern, then a griffin? That would be nice, yes. All right. Now, I will need all of these items eventually, but there are some that you will not find in Gamladina. Remember... The specifics of your curse is that you must make a good faith attempt to fulfill my list. If there's something you simply cannot find, that will not trigger the curse. Sir, left side only of Gorgon blood. Do we mean left side from our perspective or left side from their perspective? He pauses for a moment. He pulls out a list from his robes, reads through it really quickly. The Gorgon's left side. The Gorgon's left side. And by Gorgon, we mean a Medusa, right? No, by Gorgon, we mean those bull thingies with the metal. Oh, they, they have blood? I didn't even know that. They do. Apparently, it's quite caustic. 
Interesting. He's finishing up the teleportation circle. What if some of these things come from dead things? Does that mess up your spell? I need the hatchling wyvern alive. Everything else, I don't care about its disposition. Just make sure that you label everything. I don't want to be mixing up the gorgon blood and the griffin blood. Sure. The wyvern, is it going to be killed and sacrificed or something? Or do we pick a nice one? It must be as close to freshly hatched as possible. If you can find a wyvern egg, that'd be wonderful. I see. I can help with that. He pauses and he looks up. Really? Fascinating. You must tell me more. When I was a kid, I, uh, I kind of wandered up into the mountains. I, I wasn't supposed to. But uh, I spent a few days observing the wyverns. I got whipped when I got home for <laughs> risking my life. But um, ever since then, I've done some research. So I know what, what it looks like firsthand. So then don't worry too much about the wyvern hatchling in the market. I'm pretty sure you won't find it there anyway. We will rely on Bambi's expertise in this locale then. Now the circle is almost finished. Everyone ready? Sure. As Khaled finishes the finishing touches on the circle, the entire thing flares up and blue-green light emanates from the circle. Everyone through, now. And you walk into the circle in the West Tower, and then you step out into a closed room with a high vaulted ceiling and a half-elven individual in a red and green uniform is standing there waiting as you arrive. Don Khaled, the gatekeepers have been expecting you. Welcome to the floating city of Gamladina. Thank you for listening to Rocks Fall, Everyone Dies. It would really help us if you subscribe, share, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Our theme music is by Taylor Calise, additional sound effects courtesy of zapsplat.com, and our thumbnail art is by John Bliss. Find more of his work on Twitter at John Blissart. Our episodes are produced by me and co-edited by our resident mushroom, Jin, who streams on twitch.tv slash phantomclip. Our social media manager is our favorite surly turtle, Sambra. You can find all of our social media handles and full show notes on our website, rfedpod.com. 